everyone. We are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me as always is none other than my co-host, Avira. Hey guys, hope you're having a fantastic day. Um, yeah, I am. Today was nice. Yeah. All good. Um, now, this is not a topic on our show or anything. I just wanted to briefly mention that um, it's Sly Cooper's 20th birthday. What? Pretty Name crazy. Partially. Who is that? Who is that? Sly Cooper? The the game? Yeah, the they, raccoon? Were you ever a PlayStation kid? If you, if you weren't, you missed out on quite possibly the earliest introduction to furries in video games, I think, that existed outside of... Uh, probably Crystal. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, Sly Cooper came out in uh in 2002, which I know that doesn't sound like it's 20 years ago, but yeah, 2002 was 20 old. years ago. I know. <laughs> well, I left the gaming market at that point. Before then, sorry, so <laughs> you're good. All right. That's all good. Um, we'll touch on that in just a second, though. But next up. To re-round up the panel, we have our interim host, Noble. Well, I'd say good morning, but it's pissing with rain outside, so um, happy wet days. Uh, well, you can thank me for it, as always. I bring the rain. Must have come over from the mainland. And Yay! Um, yeah, we had rain earlier this week on the onset of, you know, what was a disjointed week for me. Uh, speaking of which, Noble, did you um, at least have your fun day off? Well, I got a few things done, especially with a power drill and a uh, Jimmy bar. That was fun, actually. Yeah. But that's all, that's all good. And rounding out the panel for today, we have Beowulf. Jack Laval Trades, master of absolutely nothing. And thanks, Avira, for making me feel very old. Being as that was one of my earliest games that I can. Remember. Hey, okay, I, m me too, me too. All right, it's it's good, it's fine, <laughs> it's all groovy. You know what was um what the whole thing was for me? I I it's so weird. I played the Ratchet and Clank series that that came out at roughly about the same time, you know, two thousand two or so. I played the Jack and Daxter, and the only thing of the trilogy I missed was the Spy Cooper. Oh, wow. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, that was, yeah, one of my favorites, for sure. Ratchet is yeah, really cute. And that was like, they were like the three musketeers of the PlayStation 2 era. Oh, my goodness. I mean, Spyro's got to be in there somewhere. Mm, uh, Banjo-Kazooie as well. Oh, yeah, I said PlayStation 2. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, Banjo, Banjo was the Xboxes, you know, as our three guys were to PlayStation. At its time, but yes, it, it did take me a while because I ended up playing the the remaster the re the re up remastered trilogy up on PlayStation Three when it came out. So nice. Yeah. But I don't know. As of late, I feel like they haven't done much with the Sly Cooper thing. You know, I mean, he's still relatively relevant, you know, to oh, an extent. Yeah, yeah, he's around. He's in our hearts and minds. Yeah. Always, you know. And I like and I like it. I like the game too. It's um Yeah, it's just a good piece of PlayStation, really. So shall we get started with what's on for today for the week? I mean I think we got a a chunk on our plate, at least. I don't know if it's a platter full, but it's it's certainly a plate. <laughs> I've got four brick walls around me, so I think I'm ready. Okay. I love your analogy, Beowulf. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think about how your measurements are. Hmm. I don't know. Shall we use, well, you use have, like, the, a meal you have fit for a fat American? Steak, and then you have, you know, that place in Texas that has, you know... The steak that is, if you can finish this in like a, two hours, you can get it for free. And it's like eight pounds of meat. <laughs> yeah, something crazy. That's a platter full. We have a plate full. It, it's, you know, a modest amount of nudes. Good. 
See, I knew you guys would bring out the whole, um, is this fit for a fat American portion size? <laughs> I am American, and I live in the middle of America. Therefore, I go by plate size. So we shall start with a small little dessert plate, and then we work way up to those big feasting plates. To platters. No, no. Yeah. The, the serving platters is, is the final size. Mm -hmm. It's the final boss of all foods. Ah, uh, good luck around here. If someone gives you a platter full of food, you, you, you. I hope you're wearing yoga pants or something. <laughs> well, well, like you know, you'd have to be dragged into your car, and oh, I can't move. Rolled is probably a more apt description. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my face! Ow, my face! But yeah, so. We are going to get started, and what we have to begin with is um, more stuff from what it, what may be the biggest furry convention of the year, if things are to go by. Midwest Fur Fest 2022 has announced that they are using a room lottery system to ensure a fair and equitable distribution of hotel rooms. There's no way this could possibly be rigged in favor of people who are planning on having lots of people in a single room. No, not a single way. They've right. been doing this for a while, actually. It's like, this isn't the whole lottery oh, thing. Yeah. That's not the first time. And I yeah, Are they the only con that does this? Because I don't... This is I, the only furry are convention. they? The LFC, because they only have one hotel, they do room lottery. Oh, they do that too? Okay. Yeah, I wasn't the, sure. I, I think what made it different, or the brain, please, different is they are doing all of their room blocks via lottery. Ah, that's problematic. Okay. But granted, that's also how Reno does it, but the Reno's like less than town half the right size the, of In the ascent of Nevada. But, you know, but this is Rosemont, and we're talking about Rosemont, Illinois, is um, really close to O'Hare Airport. I know I've been there, and it's like a little expo center town. I mean, that, that's why food. Rosemont exists, is to surround the conference center with hotels. If you, if you look at, like, the actual county map of Rosemont, it is all the hotels in the convention center. And that's, that's, and, that's Rosemont. Basically, and a shopping center and a casino. Yeah. So, and yeah, I've been there, you know, I couldn't I exactly do. get a hotel in Rosemont proper when I went Midwest Furfest back in 2015, had to take a train to the station over. But at the time, Midwest Furfest 2015 didn't have the whole hotel room block system, nor did it have the attendance figures that we're seeing now. Yeah, it definitely did increase. Actually, it's been increasing every year until... Um, 2020, because you know, 2020 didn't happen. Uh, last time they had 11,019 people that showed up. That was in uh, 2019. Of course, 2020 didn't happen. In 2021, they only had about 9,300 people. That's a large dip in the uh, in the attendance. Yeah, but but every, almost every convention had that 20% drop. Yeah. But, yeah, but they also did. 2021, they didn't have like all the international travelers as well, because that's like a big thing for MFF is all the international flights. Yep, that that's a very good point. So you think uh, this year is going to be more? Well, given their draconian policies, I'm not entirely sure how many people would actually want to go to that. We're but talking people will still go just because they've you know vaccinated and all that. But really. If you're vaccinated enough and you're, you know, and you're dead set going, you'll go anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, I had uh, someone at another convention that I was with, I talked to, and they said that they were basically getting their final shot so that they could attend MFF after the after the convention they were at, and it was like, really, you're you're getting boosted a third time just to go to a different convention? Yeah. And just for that, you know, is it worth it though? Just for Midwest Furfest? Uh, to me, no. 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 As, as soon as no. I saw that vaccine policy, I was like, well, time to pull out of the room lottery because uh, I'm not attending. 
it's crazy. It really is. Uh, Joel, do you want to bring up their little uh, their table? Right, I'll this... up the whole. Po- I mean, we'll talk. I know we've talked about the whole vaccination policy in episodes past. They've still got it on their website. Perfectly. Oh, okay. Well, that is still pretty crazy, though. But we'll go. We'll go through what what this hotel room lottery involves, and of course, they've got two hotels at the Hyatt around the convention center. The Hyatt Regency O'Hare, the main one, and the Hyatt Rosemont, which is further up the line down up up River Road. And Rosemont, as far as I can tell, is um is not exactly the most friendliest things to walk around, especially if you live in the you know, if you follow like American urbanism. So mind you, this is going to be in December, so it's going yeah. to be freezing. Dude, yes, this, this is the interesting thing that I always found out about MFF is they have a they they rent a bus or several buses that they have just dedicated driving back and forth from the Hyatt Regency to the Hyatt Rosemont. The, huh. the convention rents buses to take people back and forth, and it's like I mean, that does make sense though. Why? Because like if you're well, no, no, I, I understand it makes yeah, sense like, that, it makes hey, sense. you're with yeah, the Hyatt, you have a sister property, that sister property's property is probably going to give you great deals and stuff. And, yeah, you know, the distance from Hyatt Rosemont up at River Road, like past the interchange to the Hyatt Regency, is um, it's quite a substantial distance away. It is walkable, not for fursuiters, though. Yeah. Granted, I would almost probably take that walk. Yeah, if it's snowing, I probably wouldn't. I mean, it was already scary enough to go walk into Rosemont train station because it's located like smack bang under an interchange. Mm. As you see here. But, But yes, to get back to the whole hotel, you know, hotel system, the how the lottery works. This lottery is open only open only to members of the convention and dealers. Only one entry per attendee. Your entries may be changed, modified, or withdrawn. Multiple room types may be indicated in order of preferences. Multiple properties, you know, the neighboring hotels, Aloft, Comfort Inn, Crown Plaza, may be indicated in order of preferences. So you've got, you know, Crown Plaza here, Aloft, on the side, those. And, and yeah, you're, so you're zoomed out quite far because a loft to go to the a loft to the convention center is still like five, over five, half a mile because it's you know like it was still a substantial walk to walk to the um to the fashion outlets. So they are actually providing not only transport but accommodation at uh, different like building locations. I don't know if it's every well, single they hotel. Have, uh, they have room blocks at basically all these hotels that you can see right here, except for I think the Double Tree. I don't think there's any room blocks that I was aware of at the Double Tree, but they have them at you know the Embassy, the just basically all of them right there that are next to that parking garage, um, specifically the Crown Plaza because that's where dealers get their rooms. Fair right. So. Um, next thing we've got here, and we've got a few couple of, you know. They say uh, confirmation will take approximately one to two weeks. Yeah, and by by this point, actually, I, I'm pretty sure everyone has, you know, their confirmation or denials that they got a yeah, room. Yeah, they have been, and this only happened, what, a couple days ago they dropped this? Uh, yeah, or... something like that. Wow. Yeah. I wonder, like, do you think it might be worth it, even though it's maybe like, I don't know, $100 more to just r- get a room at the hotel and not be a part of the, the blocks or the lottery system? Because this just sounds like a tedious extra step, right? In, like, um, that's what I would do. In 2018, I was actually looking at this because I wanted to get a room somewhere else. And I had booked my room months in advance on a travel site. So I had a super cheap rate that was just slightly above like even the room block price. Perfect. Um, when I went to book within, I think it was a month or two of the convention rooms were up to 200% marked up. 
Wow. Sheesh. Well, yeah, because they anticipated thousands of people coming. Yeah. Of course they yeah. would do that. Because um, 2018, I had my room for like two, I think it was like two set, 279 a night. Mm -hmm. When I looked to get another room uh, at the same hotel, the only rooms that I could find were like 489 a night. Wow. See, th that's one of the benefits with having a room block because it would be discounted. Yeah, but... because basically the convention pays, you know, their share, and they're like, "You will ha you will hold this many rooms for us." But you know, hotels then, you know, for every other room that's not a corporate contract or anything else, can just yeah. gouge the ever living bejesus out of you. Yep. Which yeah, exactly that's what they do. So yeah. I can see the benefits of having a, a room block, of course, but. The lottery system is, it's very interesting, like, the way they do it, with again, groups it, of people and emails and stuff. It, it bases things on people being truthful, essentially. Hmm. Granted, you know, I read through all their rules and stipulations that, you know, like, oh, groups will be given priority based on your size of your group. You can only have groups up to four, stuff like this, yada, yada, yada. But that's not saying that someone's not going to go and have 12 people enter in individually because that's essentially 12 chances of winning instead of one weighted chance to win. Then yeah. how many times hey, can someone go suite. How many times can a person actually enter once? Only, yeah, yeah, one, only one. One, exactly. one email allows you entry essentially. But if you got five people with you and they all do it, like let's say they all book one room by themselves, like then what? And let's say maybe what? What if even more than one of them wins? What if it's like two or three? Like yeah, shit. Then what? You're gonna keep those rooms because hey, we can throw a <laughs> to keep our suits any other. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, like that. Sure, I guess first come first serve in that yeah. regard. Now, you know, if, or, if, if, but if, that hey, also means that a lot of people are not going to be able to get rooms though. Furries don't care. They want a convenience for themselves. It, yeah. it, this is this is the thing of people being honest. You're asking people who want to have fun, want to party, want to get laid at these conventions <laughs> to be honest and, you know, hey, make sure you only have one room that, you know, you're going to be sleeping on the floor in because there's not enough bed space unless you want to cuddle up with someone or you want to have four people in a bed. And then why not have four beds instead of having two beds for, you know, slightly for double the cost? Exactly. But that's what I'm saying, because other furries, like not um, regular attendees, I mean, like people are, well, are not going to be able to get rooms like they just can't. Yeah. But which they're going to have to go to Midwest for Fest or whatever the room share site is, and they're going to basically pay for floor space. So these people who, hey, me and my friend each got rooms. Uh, now we're going to lease floor space so we can recoup our own costs. So basically, they're not actually losing any money out of it. Is wow. that allowed, okay. though? I don't... I've never done that before. Like, leasing room space. Wait, what does that mean? Like, well, you... Uh, is it exactly what it sounds like? People just chill yeah. on the floor in a sleeping bag or something? Yeah. Well, you can, you can lease, quote-unquote, floor space. You basically, you know, you go to uh, conroomies.com or org or whatever, and you can look at all the different conventions that have partnered with them, and you can set stipulations and stuff, kind of who you're looking for, and you basically wow. can get in contact with them. And because I did that at 2018 MFF, I had um, two roomies that I basically split split the cost with. I was like, all right, I'll pay for half the room. You guys each pay a quarter to me. And I'll make sure you know the room gets paid. Wow. Okay. I. I. And, this is like a whole different economy to me because I. I kind of just figured, hey, can I crash here for the night? I'll throw you twenty bucks or something. Like I don't know. Yeah. For for me, it's you split the room based on how many people there are. Yeah. You know that that makes sense. I. I didn't realize it was like that organized. Like there's a website for it. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, there, there, there's a website and um. Wow. MFF. Let's see. MFF. Anthrocon. BLFC. Uh, AWU, uh, uh, Anthro Weekend Utah, I think, is on there. Aquifer's on there. Um, 
Uh, what's the one in Atlanta? Furry Weekend Atlanta. Yeah. 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 I think all like those are all on there, and it's like it's not only furry cons. I think it's like anime conventions and yeah. stuff like that too. And now, when it comes to anime cons, I don't think they've ever, I'm, to my knowledge, they ever have to do the room, you know, the whole hotel lotteries because they are yeah, they, like they, they are that. Like they, you know. the crazy thing is, is that furries, despite being the smallest population, take up the most amount of space for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, fursuits and all that, etc. And because, because like you'll have anime conventions that have ten times the population of yeah uh, work on, like, MFF you know, like come in into the, Rosemont. In the high five digits. Yeah, 10, high 20, five, 30, 40, six digits, and they'll Even. they'll go into the same convention center and have no problem. Yeah, and oh. you know they don't have to do hotel lotteries. They you know the convention centers that can scale up and anime cons etc. You know they're more. Yeah, I I don't, I don't understand why like. It ends up that furcons are the weird. Yeah, why do furcons have to resort to a hotel lottery system, right? Yeah, the lottery thing doesn't make sense, but the room block does. No, so like, I, I don't really know. Maybe yeah, I don't think first come Furcons... first serve, and it crashes hotel websites, right, and it becomes a what mess. I, then you know what I want oh, to get yeah, at um, is um maybe I just want to I just want to highlight a, a comment we have here from Boombox. It says uh, "Sleep in the bathtub." If you're renting, are you renting floor space or tub space? Yo, that, I know was... some of my friends have done this before. I've seen it. Hey, you, you know something? You take a couple pillows and a sleeping bag, yeah. it, you can make it work. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, heck, he's up a live comment. How about a tent? You know, let's just camp out right, you know, right on the... Right on the okay, place, actually. Right on the Hyatt Regency in front of the Des Plaines River. No, no. Uh, at, when I was at New Year's Furry Ball, my friend uh, who was rooming with us, he had like one of those one-man tents, and he slept in a tent in our room on New Year's. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the bonkers, dude? Like, what are you doing? I mean, he had his girlfriend with him, so they uh, you know, had the little tent to themselves. But like, dude, <laughs> so like goofy looking, just seeing like a tent in, our, in the middle of our room. Anyway, I mean, that's kind of weird stuff you see. I mean, I... Like, furries will go to great lengths just to stay, as we always say. Mm -hmm. I mean, as long as you don't break fire code, I don't think the hotel really cares. No, 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 I didn't. It was fine. It, well, it was no, a big I, I mean, like, going to, like, stuff, uh, like, there's a couple suites, I think, that are in the MFF room lottery. They mm -hmm. have, like, 12-person capacity before you host people. Like their their hosting capacity is like a hundred and something. Whoa! And it's like, what? 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 Well, that's, is, is that like a panel room or something, or, or like a ballroom? No, that, like that, what? That's that's one of the, like their upper end suites. That's like seventeen hundred dollars a night. A hundred people. What the heck? That's uh, crazy. There's, uh, there's a couple of them that are in the towers. I know the at the Regency in the tower in the circular towers because they're two levels and they're pie shaped but their their hosting capacity is like i think 70 something whoa and it's like because it says hosting capacity have so furries ever means, bought that out before at mff well that's part of the room lottery All oh so someone's gonna get it i mean like have they before well, yeah, I mean there's always room parties at, at the suites because i mean that's <laughs> no but like that would, that would be like one of the biggest ones ever though oh yeah like that's that's the thing in MFF is there's room parties everywhere. Righto. So now I know like what do, what do you make of all this? Like is this just kind of complicated the um the entire process? Like just to just to quickly round it out, like it's it's whole... kept it's kept the problem from being the hotel's infrastructure because the hotel infrastructure is not going to be able to support 12,000 people all getting on at the same instance with a coat or more than 12,000. Cause that's yeah. assuming it's, um, you know, it's really an issue of scale, which was kind of like the point of the thing I was about to the, say. The room lottery makes it so, you know, Hey, you're yeah. all in, you're all entered into this. We have 1500 rooms. Yeah, ten percent of you are going to get rooms. 
are you know handling this whole scaling thing better than Furrycons will at this stage. Um, so, I mean, you know. instead of instead of maybe a lottery, you think they might be able to just extend their contract instead of buying out, you know, like maybe just more room blocks in each hotel. That way, they have yeah. more rooms available. I know for the Regency, uh, like they have the whole hotel. The whole hotel is theirs, other than their wow. commercially obligated stuff. Right. Okay. Like you know, for uh, like airline pilots and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. they're because they're right next to the airport, they have contractual. That's a government thing, yeah, probably. Yeah, or maybe well, not a government thing. With but... the airlines or whatever, so they can do package yeah. deals and make more money. And and because uh, I know there was some, I stayed at the embassy. Um, because I saw a pilot walking around with his bag as he was like going back out, and he's just like. I'm in a I'm in a dangerous place right now as he's walking out through the lobby and there's furries everywhere. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and hell oh. When you see non furries in like the situation where there's fursuits everywhere and every and you know, there's tech people doing tech things and <laughs> you can just see the look on their face that I don't belong here. Oh, it's great. It's so great. There there, there there's been several instances of that at the uh uh, yeah. at the Hyatt, because there was one of like the famous, the the famous ones where there's the first suit parade going on, and I think it's like the second floor above them. There's a pilot looking out over there, and his face just looks like I'm in danger. <laughs> oh my All right. goodness! All right, all right. So that sort of just ties that up. So we're going to go to the next item that we've got on the show. And if you've been following what's been happening in the gaming world, well, big information's come out on such a high-profile game. Not in the way the developers intended. Of course, I speak about the, the leaks that have happened to Grand Theft Auto 6. Hmm. Yeah. And this isn't just like a couple of screenshots. I mean, this, this really does get pretty deep. Like, they were hacked. Like the, you, no, no. The like, term is they got pwned hard. <laughs> yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah, they did. Let's. There has never, in the history of gaming, at least in the digital age that we have now, where it's easy to access, been a leak of this scale. Right, and we're talking about ninety over ninety videos of varying magnitudes, lengths, and all that, and you know, pre like development footage. Like th this is all internal stuff as well. People don't understand this. This was not ever supposed to see the light of day. Some of this might have been stuff from half a year ago. Some of this stuff might have yeah. been the current build in progress kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. So some of this uh... stuff may have been released years later. Or made it onto the internet years later, but for it to be released prior to the game's actual launch, it's yeah, insane. this is something else. Yeah, so let's get into uh, in the article. It says what you need to know. So the first footage of the next Grand Theft Auto game has leaked online with over ninety videos showcasing its engine gameplay, and from a from an earlier development build. So these historic leaks provide glimpses into the next uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, entry, confirming prior reports of the series' first female protagonist. Ah, uh, here we go. And a, and a Vice okay. City setting. Let's stop here. Yeah. Guys, it's quite interesting, like, to just to take on the points one at a time. Vice City. I know. Every person who is a GTA enthusiast has kind of saying the inevitable, yeah, we're going to get a modernized Vice City thing. Like, you know, we got Live in the city. You got San Andreas. Well, everyone uh -huh. hoped. Everyone was hoping for that return to Vice City because Vice City was really where like a lot of people were introduced to GTA. Yes, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Considering, and it's you been know, what twenty odd that years PlayStation now. Era. Yeah. Exactly. I was just thinking of that. It's it's been twenty years now from the date like twenty Jeez. odd that Vice City came out, and. That's a thing. Now, other, other than as, stories, I, th I think there was Vi uh, Vice City Vice stories City, Vice came City out stories sometime later, like, but there hasn't been another Vice City. And this, no, you're right. 
that and everyone everyone's like oh gta 5 is all right and everything else but there's still you know the same problems with it and everyone's been waiting for this next big rockstar title in the grand theft auto series so th- this leak as soon as someone you know th- this wasn't someone poking a pinhole in a in a in a dam or anything this was someone just tore the whole freaking thing out and is like here you go everybody and now there's millions of copies of this footage going all over the internet and some people probably have it downloaded and screen capped and everything else oh what's really perplexing to me is that whoever this guy was he has the entire source code of gta 5 and the new game like he posted screenshots of the actual game code so this dude must have either he's like a crazy hacker or maybe he works for them and he just got rubbed the wrong way. I mean, well, or maybe well, both. Not he's, he's a minor. The, the person oh, he's a minor? a minor. Oh, so this what? was literally done for the lols, Avira. That's um, it. How in the heck? Disclosed by news agencies. This was when he did this particular act. Was sixteen years old. What? Okay, he has to work for, like, the government or something. Well, he, he has a bunch of friends, basically, that he's part of this big hacking group and other stuff, supposedly. And, you know, ended up, oh, yeah, we hacked Rockstar. We've also hacked, I think he was part of the one who hacked, like, Uber Eats and stuff at the same time. But, you know, hey, we hacked Rockstar. Here's all this information made all sorts of posts out on the internet, you know, hey, I'll accept five figure sums for the source code of GTA five. Oh, and he can really do that too. That's what's bonkers. But uh, I believe that the person is now in custody. Yes, they were arrested. What he did was extremely illegal. I mean, he might only be 16, but I mean, damn. He's also overseas compared to us. I mean, he's in the UK. Oh, right, yeah, okay, so the laws are, are different over there. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. So, who but, knows what actual legal repercussions that there are going to be. I don't know, man, that's pretty crazy. But he, he might have went and deleted all his data and formatted hard drives and stuff, so who knows. Either way, now, to tackle the um, other point, as we saw, um, female protagonist, yes, that's um, officially a thing. Also, it is a, another multi-character game. Correct. Mm. And, yeah, this time she has another male companion, I believe. I can't remember. It goes by the name of Jason. The the woman is called Lucia. And, like, some people have speculated that the story is going to follow, uh, uh, inspired by Bonnie and Clyde. Yep. And I mean, that'd be cool. That's kind of what, like, a lot of the videos that I saw kind of you know, people breaking down stuff before, you know, Rockstar or Take Two started axing stuff, but that's that's what I, I, I heard a lot of is it's kinda of this Bonnie and Clyde kind of theme. Which makes sense for Vice City. Yeah. Not yeah, not a bad and, idea. And again, like they're following like their inspirations, you know. If you remember the old Vice City of two thousand and two was um was basically Scarface the video game. You are wrong. <laughs> and now this. Actually, I would say from a story per- perspective, it could actually work quite well, like you said. Yeah, sure. I mean, you you take everything they've learned from uh, GTA Five. You take what they've learned from Red Dead Two. You make it into one game that essentially allows you all the good mechanics of both games and probably a lot of the bad, because let's be honest, it's Rockstar. <laughs> what you're going to have, you're actually going to have a probably a pretty good game, in my opinion. Right. Assuming and they don't do it now so they've had five. some new mechanics added onto it, too. Like you, I've, seen, I've managed to see some of the gameplay footage before it got scrubbed off the internet. And they were seeing, like, we're seeing some new elements, like we're having guns holstered on the back. We're seeing prone, like, going crawling. Yep. Which the the guns on the back is from Red Dead 2. Yeah, so some people are speculating, you know, it's Grand Theft Auto 6 is using the Red Dead 2 engine, but scaled up for, like, you know, modern needs, modern, you know, the time frame. 
It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me because that that kind of makes sense. You know, you make, you take the be best of both worlds, slam them together, and just make profit out of it. Which yeah, I mean, that's all Rockstar does is make games that just make money. And now that because they have such a huge development budget, like let us not forget, Grand Theft Auto Five had a development budget of two hundred and fifty million U.S. dollars at its Oof. time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're probably ducking into the, wow. the you know, they're going to be like, oh, well, GTA Five over the course of eight years has made us like three billion dollars. Oh uh, yeah, definitely a big return on investment. Uh, with GTA how, Six, how about we give you, you know, eight hundred million dollars to make this game? Jesus Christ! Yeah, probably. With GTA Six, though, when when is it supposed to be coming out? There is no release date. There is no release. Wow. So, ooh, wow. So and this might be some really early stuff. stuff. Literally, there was no real news about how its development was going, or even if it was in development until this leak happened. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's what I was, like. I couldn't find anything on it. I'm like, wait, GTA Six. Like, I didn't know that was coming out. Like, I'd never heard any news about it until and then. I heard about this like crazy leak and crap going on a couple days ago. And uh, everyone's been speculating, wow. but no one's got any concrete proof until now. So. They're probably like a year away from just announcing the game will be released. Maybe they're about a year and a half, almost two years from the game actually being released, because if they're not having any news about this whatsoever for GTA 6, like you would think, oh, if yeah, there's this I, going I would development, say it's, it's at right? least two years out. Yeah, you know, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Something to remember about the leaks is that this is beta uh, leaks, the yes. game may be completely different when it actually does come out. Yeah, it, it, like this is development. This isn't even like alpha potentially. Like there, there are there are textures missing in a lot of the videos that I saw. Mm, so I mean, yeah, you're, you're talking some and long some people have time. also said um, the development footage may have dated back to 2019. Mm -hmm. so that sure. wouldn't surprise me. It was in, it was started like a long time ago. It's just. Because Rockstar yeah. takes a long time to now, make games. Now, I'm able to show you some of this stuff at the risk of, you know, getting copy struck, which I'm going to take it anyway. Grand Theft Auto 6 photos here. See, the the woman in that pink sweater, that's our female protagonist, Lucia. So, you know, guys, this podcast may not exist. <laughs> oh, we can always blank out the uh, photos. Yeah, um, at that point, we'll um, go to switch to audio only. So, um, no, the <laughs> good. But yes, you know, hmm. going in, going from diners. There's yeah, there's like you know. I mean, it looks alright. Kind of has like Vice City-ish vibes, like the subway scene. Or is it yeah, a subway? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, there is here. Yep. By City Metro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's our male protagonist, Jason, here. Man in yeah, the yeah, there he is. But when it comes to something like like these leaks and stuff, remember, the guy that did this, he had the entire source code, not only for this development, GTA 6, but also the game before that. He literally has the source code for GTA 5. Like, that is pretty crazy. Yeah, and, and like it's it's wild to think about that. Hey, I have the source code for not only your new game but your old game that you've been monitoring, trying to keep people away from it. That tells people how your anti-cheat works. Yeah, and he can like ransom that and sell it to people. That is crazy. And no, he's no, sixteen. What ransom, the heck? Avera, you <laughs> can only ransom that to the actual company itself. You can sell it. To everybody else. Yeah, he, he was ransoming the GTA 6 source code. Oh, okay, yeah, that one. That makes sense. And then, yeah, and then of course, he's just selling the GTA 5 because he can. For big dollar he does. I can imagine. My goodness. All right. So um, while we're continuing on this theme, um, if now, if you're a rock starter company, again, is this a PR disaster? Probably is. And they've had to make a statement <laughs> out of this. You know, we recently messaged from Rockstar Games. 
we recently suffered a network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information for our systems, including early development footage for the next Grand Theft Auto. At this time, we did not anticipate any disruption to our live game services nor any long-term effect on the development of our ongoing projects. Hmm. We're extremely disappointed to have any details of our next game shared with you all in this way. Our work on the next Grand Theft Auto game will continue as planned, and we remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience to you, our players, that truly exceeds your expectations. So, yeah, like, like people were looking at this development footage and being like, oh, it's missing textures. Oh, it looks so bad. And it's like, you, making it look pretty is the final part of game design. Yeah, well, but hold, hold up a second. Can we just go back to their announcement? Yeah. And okay. the last line. We will update everyone again soon. And, of course, we will properly introduce you to this next game when it is ready. We want to here's... thank everyone for their ongoing support for this situation. Okay, yeah. Here's the thing about this. No one knew about GTA 6 coming out. There's been no news, nothing. Is this statement from them the first acknowledgement that the game exists and that they're working on it? They've been it really, really I, I, I probably is, right? I think it's the first official acknowledgement of, yes, GTA 6 exists. We're sorry That's what I mean, yeah. Form, but we will update you when it's ready. Wow. Okay, that's wow. <laughs> they were not prepared to yeah. even announce this yet. And oh boy, they've been so very—they've been so very tight-lipped. And even then, there were a couple of leaks as well, like just with the insiders saying stuff about their workplace culture at Rockstar Games. That made everyone think, "Hold on, maybe GTA Six really is a thing." Well, I mean that you know. LinkedIn sleuths, you know, watching Rockstar every hour of the day being like, oh, they're looking for a graphic designer. Oh, they're looking for someone who's based in shooting mechanics in a specific engine. Oh, they're looking for, you know, they're, they're like, hey, you're hiring talent based on, you know, you're developing a game. I know mm -hmm. you're doing something, but we can't pin it down on what. Yeah, well, I'm still waiting for Spyro 4. It's been like 25 years. What the hell? They're just going to remaster it and make more money before they do that. Yeah. Maybe they might make a brand new Spyro game. I'm not so sure. but the news There's I've been talk is, about it, but it's it's only been hinted. We, we don't know. The news I've heard is that they're making an, a pair of Crash Bandicoot games. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure where Activision Blizzard's priorities are at the moment, apart from you know making the new World of Warcraft expansion and... Diablo 4, which got leaked but overshadowed by Grand Theft Auto 6. Mm. Right, speaking yeah. of that, okay, so do you think because this crazy, unprecedented type of leak happened, and that Rockstar actually had to make a statement about it, you think they're going to change their game completely? Obviously, they're going to no, boost up I, their security. I think they're, um, they're, at that point, like I can see, they're still too, they're too far in development to um. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're too far along in it, right? Like they can't just change everything. No, but even then, I'm not. Like games do have a big, you know, depending on the development cycle. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, because I I wonder like, if some of the guys that work there, they're like, oh man, we got to totally change all these character designs. Maybe just like the character designs or. They're probably going to still keep the story design. Well, the story, you know, because again, like they're so far along in the story already, they probably have every mission worked out and all that by now, at least from a story yeah. standpoint. Three years, who knows? But then again, like all things, if you look at all things considered, it's, yeah, like between the whole two most milked games, at least, you know, Grand Theft Auto is at least doing something right. Yeah, you know, I kind of say I was a little disappointed because when I heard about this leak, I was like, whoa, Grand Theft Auto 6, it's coming out? Cool. Like, I was interested in seeing the game, and I was like, oh, wait a moment. This is not what I thought it was. It's very early. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah. Unfortunately. This is like the uh, brother or sister that simply turns around, pulls you into the secret hiding spot where all the presents are <laughs> on the 1st of December. Oh, goodness. No, no. No, it, it's more like brother, sister, find quote-unquote Christmas gifts 
in the attic, like in July. <laughs> and I oh, know yeah, those yeah. Are your Christmas gifts. And no, they have nothing to do with your Christmas gifts. We're going to give you something mostly different. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, cool, GTA 6. Like, they're finally, you know, doing a thing about that. I was looking forward to, like, the announcement. And then I saw it was just a leak. I was like, whoa, and this dude is... He's in jail now. <laughs> what the heck? So, okay. Mm, well, we'll soon find out what's going to happen in the pipeline. For now, we've got one more set of items to go through. Now, they're announcing a new pair of movies that they are going to quote-unquote modernize for this mo this era. No. No, it's not allowed. Burn it on fire now. We all know what this means. We're going to modernize it and make things more... more politically correct everybody come on they have to promote the message we all know what the message the narrative is. is yes well. of course so, the message and the, the way narrative. first thing we're going to start with um is the wizard of oz <laughs> no there's nothing you can do about the wizard of oz to include anything else right all right and do i need to use my brick wall <laughs> yes, please. Um, please now, do. For, just to give you a bit of background, the last Wizard of Oz that was, to my knowledge, that the one that, and I and the one I last watched was the 2012-2013 one that starred James Franco. Okay, I, I haven't actually seen that one. It wasn't actually that bad, considering. No, yeah, I heard, I heard like some some mixed reviews of it. Overall positive, but um, yeah. Yeah, I overall enjoyed it, but again, nothing beats the timeless classic one that says, you know, where everyone was singing Ding Dong, the Wicked Witch is Dead. I mean, if you're going to watch Wizard of Oz, you're going to watch The Wizard of Oz. Like, the 1939, like, of course, like, there's no there's no other better alternative. No, you're right. But now, this is what they're going to modernize it to. So, um, prepare your brick walls. And everything else to lose your brain cells. Here's what's up. Kenya Barra says Wizard of Oz remake will include LGBTQ representation to quote unquote reflect the world. All right, hang on a minute. Just let me ask a specific question. But wasn't the lion supposed to represent gay? I I mean he was flamboyant. I don't know if he was supposed to represent it. People nowadays will probably say that because there are these gender studies scholars. Oh, yes, of course, the lion meant to represent the LGBTQIXWXYZ, of course, yes. But no, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny about this title, though? Just, um, they, they said they wanted to, what? Uh, uh, scroll, scroll up a second. Reflect the world. Right. So. Yeah. This is the same strategy they're using in The Rings of Power, where they want to, like, retcon things and reflect the modern world. And, and they're using this in a fantasy world, mind you. The, the, the Land of Oz is a total fantasy world. This is a place where witches melt if, if they get hit by water and monkeys fly, okay? Why in the crap does it have to represent our modern world? It's its own world! Am I wrong here, or am I like, come on? The, even then, like, the, just for the uh, historical context of what the Wizard of Oz was, it was a, it was an allegory. The original was an allegory and a reflection of the Great Depression, the Dust Bowl. And what the fuck is this new twenty twenty X twenty two X Wizard of Oz going to be like? It's going to be like a reflection of Clown World. Well, exactly. See. It was a product of its time, and there's no, you really shouldn't be, be changing it. Same thing with, like, I guess, the Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings. You know, it was about World War One, really, like, um, his... Whatever. But, yeah. Okay. I oh, oh seen... and, they, and they compare it there, too. Oh, my God, I didn't even realize. Exactly. So, if yes, anyone's no. um, seen any of the other type of movies based on The Wizard of Oz you'll know that there are modern interpretations where it's after that first adventure 
like 30 years later, uh, nitty and gritty. So there are other movies out there, but yeah. to take the core premise and try to do what they want to do seems a little tone deaf. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. So uh, the, the other thing I have to ask is whether or not maps are going to be represented in this movie because probably. that's supposed to be the new thing. Oh, it will be. It's a, it's a very slippery slope. I wonder if they're going to make Dorothy black. Hey, I bet you a hundred bucks they do. Well, uh, just scrolling through that article, I don't see anyone who's not nothing. Um, nothing of note other than darker skin. You know, the current latest stars that are in current. You know, what about if they movies. made a Spanish? <laughs> no, 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 gender swap. Um, it's no longer Alice. It has to be Adam. Yes, but but Adam obviously is a female to male, so we have to use him he pronouns uh, because Dorothy, you know, she she had a you know, what she she's fine now. You know, he is his own man. Wizard of Oz, twenty twenty two. This is the world we live in, like, and that wouldn't even be unreasonable to suggest that that would actually be a movie. It, it's it's more or less, hey, we're gonna t we're gonna steal your characters and that's kind of your general much... plot and make our own thing. Now, yeah, that's pretty much what they are doing these days. Like what these, I wouldn't, I will straight up use the word evil people are doing. They can't create yes. their own thing, so instead they take what is good and beautiful and just subvert it and defile it, ever living out of it. And Jolt, did you know that's exactly how evil came into the world of Middle Earth? Morgoth, he can't create life. He can only corrupt and, and this is destroy. Ah, oh, it's so and true. This is why? Yes, it's so true. And this is why, in the, you see this parallel in the real world where these people hate the work of Tolkien because it very much mentioned the exact same thing, because it's it basically just struck a nerve. Oh and my goodness! It's all coming together. Yes, <laughs> Tolkien knew what's up. Yeah, he did. And so, again, like what we have here, everything that's beautiful is just being up, you know, inverted, ruined, and all that. And that's pretty much the um, the movie and entertainment scene in Clown World these days. So but... how else is, uh, is, is Wizard of Oz going to actually be changed? Is it uh, going to if... follow the actual story? Like, Dorothy gets lost. She finds these four, you know... Goofy characters. I just announced this um, a couple of days ago, and all that's all that I can find is um, gay representation, gay representation, gay representation, and that's it. No, oh my goodness, tight-lipped. Okay, so basically uh, they're just ticking off boxes here. Yeah, but wow. I'm not done yet with this whole movie thing that nobody asked for. Okay, first off, you know, live comment, Ali. I bet you a thousand dollars that they're not going to make Dorothy non-binary. <laughs> okay, I got a hundred bucks on her being black. Possibly, well, what Noble said, Adam. I mean, that's pretty funny too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man! And now, what I'm not done with is another movie that is also being modernized for the real world is James Bond. That's what's next. 007. Oh, we gotta show that the, the spy has an emotional side besides wanting to lay with every woman in town. Alright, just, just hold up for a minute here. See, when I was a kid, there was a James Bond Jr. cartoon. My question is, why don't they do James Bond's uh, like daughter? And have her accidentally fall into the spy world. But, um, yeah, you, you go do this if you feel like it's necessary. They're saying the Bond is evolving, so quote unquote. Be mad at it because, hey, yeah. we already have the plot. We don't have to come up with anything new. We're just going to change the script a little bit so that he shows his tender emotional side. As a, in a spy movie that's an action thriller, we're going to turn it into a romance with another dude. Oh no, that they're not doing that, are they? 
I would almost put money on that's exactly what's going to happen, but... Oh, me too. Okay, so what's actually happening, though? So they're going to focus on emotions and all that stuff? I mean, 007, you know, a secret agent, trained killer, you know, faces death every day on top secret missions. I don't think he has to... Emotions will cloud his judgment, as does, say, Yoda. Emotions will get him killed. We'll further explore Super Spy's emotional side. Emotional and vulnerable side. Okay. Here's a question, though. What about the other agents? I mean, we do know that there's up to Agent 7, but what about um, Agents Agents 12, 13, 14, 15, you know, 99? Why not come up with your own thing? Because creativity is dead. Let's rewrite something so that it just changes a little bit and everything's going to stay the same and it's going to be the same garbage that we're going to throw up into your mouth and you're going to enjoy it. Well, I actually, I I kind of disagree with that, though, Noble, because it's not 007, like, it's not James Bond. Like, James Bond, as far as I can, as I know, like, from the lore behind this, 007, James Bond, that's just an alias. Like, that's just a position. Anybody could be 007. That's why they have, you know, different characters or actors play him over the decades. And, it you know, he changes over the decades um whenever a 007 dies another james bond will just replace him so i get that like that's why they can change his actors and stuff but they don't have to make the 007 like that position to be emotional and his vulnerable side as being a it's so stressful oh i need my pillow like nah dude this is 007 we're talking about all right but that, that's uh, what they're going to do, though, because they're uh, going to want to tie it in with other movies to get everyone who's a 007 fan to come and enjoy their new propaganda movie. Yeah, their propaganda. That's what they're they're peddling. Right. And I want uh, you yeah. to look at this one here. Like, what they're trying to do, like, what the producers are trying to do is... Um, it's not so much... They're not trying to so much cast a new 007. Like, they already had a hard enough time getting Daniel Craig... To do it mm. like, apparently that's what they said and it's it's about what they want to do like to reinvent the um the james bond character no so, what, no what do they want to do with the character you know who's the right person for that character who's the best for, for a perch per for that particular reinvention it's not that character it's a reinvention of that character is they're that what they're calling it james bond, james bond. Like, Oh my read this, though, this paragraph. However, it seems that this next incarnation of Bond will be far from a complete reinvention of the character. And as right, right, that Broccoli confirmed that the humanizing of the once womanizing spy and the ensuring of more fulfilling meteor roles for the female stars of the franchise. Oh my I, god. I, I'm gonna go no. and make sure again with this. The the whammon power. What is going on? I, I'm the, gonna go uh, and make sure. She Hulk and the Whammon King and the the Galadriel and now this and what the heck, man? We get it. You have a vagina, all right? But let's 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 get everyone we know to rating tank of this movie. Oh my, yeah, and then they're gonna blame misogynists, right? That's what they're gonna do. Now, (laughs) probably. They and the next thing they want to say is, um, quote unquote, it's an evolution, and whatever they're saying. Bond just is evolving into just action movie. But next thing they were saying, Bond is evolving just as men are evolving. I don't know who's evolving at a faster pace. What does okay. that even mean? So take out the misogynistic part and make it so he's with someone continuously. I'm fine with that. Actually, you know, hey. what? Here's the thing. One thing that we're kind of noticing. Well, what I'm seeing here is um, the toxic masculinity. Yes, metoxic masculinity is Yo, everywhere I, all over this. What are they talking about? A bond is evolving just as men are evolving at a faster pace? What the crap? Now, my what? fellow gentlemen, can I ask you a question? How have we evolved? I, I, I what? <laughs> I don't know. This is weird. I, because See? men bad, women good. 
Yeah, well, but we're evolving now. <laughs> the yeah. downside is that most people assume that being a man means that you're basically an emotional, um, you're emotionally dead inside, basically. I mean, that's what society has taught us to be. I. Okay, yeah. but 007 is supposed to be, though. He's a no. spy. Like, his weakness is pretty ladies. That's been his <laughs> Well, hey, that's every human male's weakness, I would imagine. Well, most oh, of yeah. us. But, I mean, you know, now it's going to get to the point he's, where... He's got, his, he's got his fling. Any Bond villain now is probably easily going to be able to take him out. No, any Bond villain is going to be a capitalist, um, pro-America Trump supporter. And he's going to have to go in there and fight the insurrections. Um, yeah, that's British, what you're gonna be doing. American Avera, so you might want to rephrase that. I mean, it's James Bond. He could, he could do anything. What if it affected the parliament? I don't know. Now, to get back to the whole answer to that question of how a men, the evolution of men, I think the right answer to that is we need to go back to take pages from the history books, and and what I'm saying is men should. What I'm probably suggesting is that men should, you know, return to monkey. Are you talking <laughs> <monkey>? What? <laughs> you know, claim, you know, take back masculinity is essentially what I'm kind of trying to say. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like more, you know, positive, true masculinity. Forget this whole toxic shit that's, um, you know... Yeah, that's just some made-up buzzword by angry feminists who hate men. Toxic masculinity. Like, what? Mm -hmm. And, yeah. If this is what, how men are evolving, um, yeah, um, I want to de-evolve. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good point. Wait, caveman jolt? <laughs> no. <laughs> Squirrel jolt. <laughs> um, I can see it now. Jolt is there in a cave, like with a club, going ug ug. <laughs> no nuts, nuts. Yeah, nuts. <laughs> mm -hmm. Probably that's probably one day I'll explore in an art piece. That would be Whatever. really funny. Yeah, prehistoric Jolt. Oh, what would that look like? Hell yeah! <laughs> I'll think of something. All right, so that would be we've come to the end of what's happened for the week. Like we said, we did have a pretty big plate on our hands. So who'd like to wrap up and say what they wants to go? Closing statements. I am personally disappointed we didn't get to the teacher that decided to go do uh, first sitting while in education. I mean, it's the ga the whole cat thing has become like the official gag of 2022. Wait, wasn't this a husky though? World. Well, they said litter box, so I'm assuming it's a yeah. feline. Litter boxes, you know, you know, you've got litter boxes. You've got people identify students identifying as cats. You got people getting in trouble because they didn't meow. Yeah, well, this this time it was a uh, teacher who was berated by like a a priest on TV. Now it's yeah, it's like so we yeah. can talk about that next week, like briefly, because I do want to yeah. talk about that too. It's um, yeah, it's just become the official gag of the year. But this is like we had the clown world of clown worlds. I mean, we're so, just getting more into more clown world. Like, if you guys ever seen the meme where the guy, you know, first he paints his face white, then he puts on, you know, the 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 eyeliners and. Then he puts on the red nose, and then he puts on the wig. We're 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 at the you know nose phase right now. Yeah, yeah, we're far gone. We don't quite have the wig yet, but we're 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 working on it. I'll be honest though, when it comes to the whole um, game leaking thing, I love how this guy trolled everybody. But um, pro tip for anyone who does this sort of shit: don't make it known who you are. Otherwise, you'll basically get a free, like, metal um, thing around your wrists. You, you, you get some shiny bracelets. Yeah, click, click. And, uh, and a nice... free ride. And a free ride, and a, uh, they use orange in Britain? Gray? 
teal. You get a fancy no idea, jumpsuit that's probably not the most comfortable thing in the world. No, but Big Tyrone <laughs> right. will have his way with you, so um, yeah. Don't drop the soap. Mm. All right. So, uh, Beowulf, any uh, last sum up of the week? Uh, GTA 6 confirmed? Question mark? Uh, what? GTA 6 confirmed? Question mark? Oh. Mm. Yeah, uh, well, that's pretty much a, a thing. MFF turned into a crap hole again. No surprise. And let's see. I think that's everything that I can think like, of. You know, we and we ended up getting two movies. Oh yeah, and and you know Hollywood doing Hollywood it. things. Yeah, nobody wanted this. Nobody asked for it. So yeah. Dead, ladies and gentlemen. Well, um, I'm actually. Delighted to say that I am glad that I did not win the lottery for MFF because my goodness, well, I didn't even apply for it, but like, nah, I'm I'm glad I'm not going to that. It things have really gotten crazy. Their draconian policies, their favoritism, it's just it's too tedious, man. It's just not for me. So if you are lucky enough to be graced with a room at MFF, hey, good for you. Um, yeah, have fun. You know, do your thing. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, like I said, I, I thought it was very interesting that Rockstar was, uh, you know, confirmed that GTA 6 is a thing with the statement from this hacker who is only 16 years old, was able to do all this crazy nonsense, like he he should be working for, like, the government, or maybe even Rockstar should, or, or 2K should, uh, should hire him to work for them, right? Like, that'd be a cool, like, plea deal, maybe. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, this was interesting. Uh, I hope you guys have an awesome uh, rest of your week. Indeed. Oh, wait, before I, before I go, one more thing. Uh, yesterday was the first day of fall. Yay! Okay, that's all. Well, that took long enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, considering it's late September now, but hey, anyway. But yes. Anyway, to round this up, thank you to all to all who listened to this. I hope you enjoyed this as much as we did making it. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. This is us signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Let's all get drunk and play ping pong! <laughs> Ow!